Chapter 1 The best soldier of our staff was Lieutenant Herman Braille, one of the two aides-de-camp. I don't remember where the general picked him up, from some Ohio regiment, I think. None of us had previously known him, and it would have been strange if we had, for no two of us came from the same state, nor even from adjoining states. The general seemed to think that a position on his staff was a distinction that should be so judiciously conferred as not to beget any sectional jealousies and imperil the integrity of that part of the country which was still an integer. He would not even choose officers from his own command, but by some jugglery at department headquarters obtained them from other brigades. Under such circumstances, a man's services had to be very distinguished indeed to be heard of by his family and the friends of his youth, and the speaking trump of fame was a trifle hoarse from loquaciousness anyhow. Lieutenant Braille was more than six feet in height and of splendid proportions, with a light hair and gray-blue eyes which men so gifted usually find associated with a high order of courage. As he was commonly in full uniform, especially in action, when most officers are content to be less flamboyantly attired, he was a very striking and conspicuous figure. As to the rest, he had a gentleman's manners, a scholar's head, and a lion's heart. His age was about thirty. We all soon came to like Braille as much as we admired him, and it was with sincere concern that in the engagement at Stones River, our first action after he joined us, we observed that he had one most objectionable and unsoldierly quality. He was vain of his courage. During all the vicissitudes and mutations of that hideous encounter, whether our troops were fighting in the open cotton fields, in the cedar thickets, or behind the railway embankment, he did not once take cover, except when sternly commanded to do so by the general, who usually had other things to think of than the lives of his staff officers, or those of his men, for that matter. In every later engagement, while Braille was with us, it was the same way. He would sit his horse like an equestrian statue, in a storm of bullets and grape, in the most exposed places, wherever in fact duty, requiring him to go, permitted him to remain, when, without trouble and with distinct advantage to his reputation for common sense, he might have been in such security as is possible on a battlefield in the brief intervals of personal inaction. On foot, from necessity or in deference to his dismounted commander or associates, his conduct was the same. He would stand like a rock in the open when officers and men alike had taken cover. While men older in service in years, higher in rank, and of unquestionable courage, were loyally preserving behind the crest of a hill lives infinitely precious to their country, this fellow would stand equally idle on the ridge, facing in the direction of the sharpest fire. When battles are going on in open ground, it frequently occurs that the opposing lines, confronting each other within a stone's throw for hours, hug the earth as closely as if they loved it. The line officers in their proper places flatten themselves no less, and the field officers, their horses all killed or sent to the rear, crouch beneath the infernal canopy of hissing lead and screaming iron without a thought of personal dignity. In such circumstances, the life of a staff officer of a brigade is distinctly not a happy one. 
mainly because of its precarious tenure and the unnerving alterations of emotions to which he is exposed. For a position of that comparative security from which a civilian would ascribe his escape to a miracle, he may be dispatched with an order to some commander of a prone regiment in the front line, a person for the moment inconspicuous and not always easy to find, without a deal of search among men somewhat preoccupied, and in the din in which question and answer alike must be imparted in the sign language. It is customary in such cases to duck the head and scuttle away on a keen run, an object of lively interest to some thousands of admiring marksmen. In returning, well, it is not customary to return. Braille's practice was different. He would consign his horse to the care of an orderly, he loved his horse, and walk quietly away on his perilous errand with never a stoop of the back, his splendid figure accentuated by his uniform.